The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's time to get up and get after it. Getting after these morning chores at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's daylight in the swamp someplace. So let's get going with these chores. Hey, if you're just waking up, uh, like so many are, the sky is going to be lit up for you one way or the other, depending on where you are. If you're Eau Claire and north and to the east, the sky is being lit up something crazy with lightning and uh, maybe even that thunder woke you up already and those lightning flashes woke you up, but there's some thunderstorms moving through uh, Eau Claire to the north and to the east and to the south. Well, the sky's also lit up, but in a different way. When I got rolling this morning down on the ridge, the uh, sky was lit up quite a lot by that waning buck moon that's so bright out there in the sky, big orange thing. 70 degrees here in Eau Claire, La Crosse 75, Marshfield has 66, Green Bay is at 65, Rice Lake is at 66, Wausau has 65, Madison 74, Milwaukee at 77, and my beautiful weather reporter up on Iman Ridge says it's 69 degrees there. And we can expect another hot and humid one today with these possibilities of strong storms in some parts of the area, so... We can expect most anything as the day rolls on. It's late July, after all, and that's kind of the way things work. We have plenty to do today. We're going to be hearing from Bridget Finke over at Valley Crossing Law, and we're going to do our final area uh, FFA state officer, Amara Livingston, from Cochrane Fountain City. We're going to be talking with her in a little bit. And we'll be revisiting the Dunn County Fair and the sheep show at the fair where Bob caught up with the sheep show's winner, the lamb winner at least, and we'll be hearing from them. Plenty of news, plenty of markets, a lot of work to do this morning. Let's roll and get after it. The Midwest Farm Report. 70 degrees here at the studio in Eau Claire as we roll on with the morning chores at Wax 104.5 in the Midwest Farm Report. And I've been remiss in not telling you that the weather is brought to you by Marquardt Motors. Your Marquardt Motors service department is open for your 5,000-mile scheduled maintenance visit with complimentary tire rotation, vehicle health check, and a car wash. Schedule yours today at Marquardt Motors. Dot com And that weather is all over the place in our area. The one thing that we do know is that it's warm and muggy today. And as I said at the outset here, you already know if you're awake in the Eau Claire area and to the east and to the north of Eau Claire that uh, there's some thunder and lightning rolling throughout here. And, of course, down to the south, uh, down Osseo Way, Black River Falls Way, when I left there, the moon was shining brightly, that big old waning um, buck moon. So let's get after it here. It's 5 a.m. This is WAXX 104.5 FM radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Let's check the world and national news. 
NBC News Radio. I'm Trey Thomas. Dozens of medical groups, including the National Medical Association and the American Academy of Pediatrics, are calling for COVID-19 vaccines to be mandatory for health care and long-term care workers. The letter states a COVID vaccine mandate is good for the workers' health and protects their patients. The Department of Veterans Affairs has now started mandating vaccinations for its health care workers. President Biden confirmed the move, which makes the VA the first federal agency to mandate vaccinations as the Delta variant of coronavirus continues to spread across the country. VA healthcare workers are being given eight weeks to comply if they're not already vaccinated. I'm Sarah Bartlett. The U.S. combat mission in Iraq is coming to an end. President Biden made it official during a meeting with Iraq's prime minister at the White House. The sacrifices that so many have made to build the U.S.-Iraq partnership has been real and it's consequential. At least five people are hurt and one person is unaccounted for. After a house explosion in Pennsylvania, it happened in Tyrone. It's believed a gas leak may have been involved in the explosion that destroyed one building and damaged two others. WJAC reports between 300 and 500 people in the vicinity had to be evacuated as the explosion and gas leak were contained. A new effort is being launched to scan the skies for visitors from outside the solar system. It's called the Galileo Project. It's funded by a group of wealthy individuals and aims to look for strange artifacts, whether natural or potentially alien. A Harvard theoretical astrophysicist proposed the idea after an oddly shaped object sped through our solar system back in 2017. You're listening to NBC News Radio. Cub Cadet Challenger Series utility vehicles were built for any possibility because they're loaded with standard features for versatility and capability. Roof, doors, and automotive-style controls, all starting at only $14,299. Along with a wide range of accessories, you'll get everything you need and want and some. The Cub Cadet Challenger Series is aggressively refined to conquer any challenge. For expert advice, superior service, and exceptional offers, see Baraboo Implement in Rice Lake and St. Croix Falls today. There's a select group of individuals in this world who have a passion for livestock. Yes, livestock. And that group happens to be the consultants at Equity Cooperative Livestock Sales Association. Their passion for what they do, their expertise and industry involvement makes them some of the best in Wisconsin. And for nearly 100 years, Equity Livestock's experienced and knowledgeable individuals remain focused on marketing solutions that will lead to a producer's success. Call today or visit them at www.equitycoop.com. Find out how it feels to work with people who love what they do. The Lax Farm Truck is on the road covering farm events like fairs, field days, meetings, and a lot more. And a big thank you to our sponsors riding with us, including McMillan Warner Mutual Insurance. For all your insurance needs for auto, home, farm, or commercial property, the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of Wisconsin farmers supporting Wisconsin agriculture. And Star Blends, a Wisconsin company manufacturing and delivering the highest quality feed at economical prices. Riding with us at Wax supporting agriculture feeding information to the folks who feed you wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report if you're in eau claire or areas to the north and east of eau claire there's a good chance you're gonna get wet and you might even uh, get excited about the thunder booms that are happening out there and we can expect a lot of that off and on throughout the day 
in different areas in, in certain pockets once this system kind of moves along here. And the one thing we surely can expect throughout the region is another hot and humid day today with the possibility, I said, of those stray storms in some parts of the listening area. It's the same system that's expected to remain over the area tomorrow before it cools down a little bit on Thursday. Today we're looking at a high of 90 with a low of 68. Wednesday, a high of 93 with a low of 67. And Thursday, a high way down to 84 with a low of 60. Current temperatures, Eau Claire has 70 degrees. La Crosse is at 75. Marshfield, 66. Green Bay has 65. Rice Lake has 66. Wausau is at 65. Madison, 74. Milwaukee, 77. And my beautiful weather reporter up on Iman Ridge says it's 69 degrees there. And that weather's brought to you by Marcourt Motors. Marcourt Motors is offering an interior or exterior detail package with a six-quart Dexos oil change, tire rotation, vehicle health check, and all for $159.95. Schedule yours online at MarcourtMotors.com. Scott Rowland with you this morning. Let's head up that barn alley. Hi, I'm Chris, an Air Force veteran and proud member of the Charter Next Generation team. Are you looking for the perfect work-life balance? Come be a keen team player to our success and enjoy signing and quarterly bonuses, unique schedules, gym memberships, tuition reimbursement, and the rest of our generous benefits package. We have recently raised our entry-level rates, and new team members can earn up to $21.50 an hour. At Charter Next Generation, we are one team, one family. Visit our website at cmginc.com to view all our career opportunities. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual Insurance is a proud sponsor of the Central Wisconsin State Fair in Marshfield. As a thank you for your support, they're giving away fair tickets. Visit ruralmutual.com slash win and enter to win tickets to the Central Wisconsin State Fair. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And let's have a look at those morning markets on the cash livestock side of thing. things. Things, uh, fed beef steers are at 117 to 124 and a half with the mix selling 70 to 116. Fed beef heifers 115 to 123 and three quarters with the mixed 77 to 114. Fed Holstein steers 105 to 115 with select and choice 94 to 104. Cows are at 54 to 78. Bulls 64 to 95. On the hog side, butcher hogs are at 61 to 85. Sows 66 to 73. And boars 20 to 34. New crop market lambs 235 to 265. And feeder lambs, 165 to 250. And looking at the livestock futures, live cattle for August, 123.45, up 195. October, 121.20, up $2.05. December, 133.97, up $1.67. And February, 138.40, up $1.07. Feeder cattle for August, 162.20, up Two dollars and twelve cents. September one sixty four eighty two up two thirty. October one sixty six forty five up at buck ninety five. In November one one sixty seven twenty five up a dollar sixty. Lean hogs for August 
107.40, up a nickel. October 93.10, up 47 cents. December 85.25, down a nickel. And February 87.37, up two cents. Looking at the way the grain markets open this morning, December corn is at 551. That's up four. December oats. 464 up four. November soybeans, 1370 up 12. October soybean meal, $356.20 a ton, up 440. And December wheat at 688 is up one. On the dairy side, barrels of cheese ended yesterday at 141 and three quarters, up one and a half. 40 pound blocks at 162 and three quarters, up four and a quarter. And grade double A butter down four at 165 and a half. Class three milk futures. July is at 1653, down six. August 1657, up 10. September 17, or rather 1678, down 13. And October 1742, down 25. And those prices are down through May. Oh boy, is this one two? No, three. Tex, you look stressed. What's up? What's it? Oh, I'm helping the fellers at Prestige Kia appraise all these trade ins. Math is hard, Bubba. No, Tex, it's easy. Just put six grand on this one. On that old beater, Bubba? I think somebody put some wacky tobacco in your cigars. <laughs> no, Tex. At Prestige Kia, trade ins are worth more now than ever. Plus, during the month of July, Prestige Kia will donate $100 to local veterans groups for every new and pre owned vehicle sold. That's right. Prestige Kia has been helping our local veterans for years. Bubba, we love the veterans. That's right, Tex. So we need to put some crazy money on these trades. Trade and upgrade for thousands less at Prestige Kia. Even if you owe up to $10,000 more than your trade is worth, we want it. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% APR for 66 months. Spend less and get more only at Prestige Kia, the home of the Prestige Kia Lifetime Warranty. Just one mile north of I-94 on Highway 93 in Eau Claire. Or visit spendlessgetmore.com. Zero APR is 1515 for thousand finance with approved credit. Sale in Wheaton Grain will be paying top dollar for your oats, rye, corn, and soybeans this fall. We are offering grain marketing options that will maximize your profit per acre. At Wheaton Grain, we offer all types of grain contracts to our producers that allow you to eliminate some of your price risk and take advantage of these profitable grain prices. We are a family-owned business and would love to discuss the options that we can offer. Please visit our website at wheatongrain.com for more details or feel free to give us a call at 715-874-6593. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 11 minutes after 5 o'clock, our friend John the Trucker, John our Trucker buddy over to the east, just called in and we got cut off there by the time. And uh, I'm, I'm guessing he might have been telling us that there's some weather out there to pay attention to. Um, I'm looking at the radar and some red and yellow spots all over the place here and just hearing the thunder and seeing the lightning around here, it's uh, pretty exciting out there. Hey, Bob got over to the Dunn County Fair the other day, and he checked out a few of the shows and checked in with the sheep exhibitors. A good lamb show at the Dunn County Fair, and we're going to talk to a young lady that ended up on top, and that is Kaya Barnhart of the Willing Workers 4-H Club. And Kaya, first of all, tell me about the uh, the flock that you brought to the Dunn County Fair. How many lambs did you bring? I brought six lambs this year. And what kind of classes were you in? 
All sorts of classes. So you brought uh, females as well as some market animals. Correct. Well, let's go right to the market animals. When they got to the market show, what did you have? How many did you have in the market show? Two. Tell me about them. My market lamb weighed 149, which is a crossbred, and my other market lamb weighed 116. So uh, 149 and 116, a little difference, but one didn't get to the feed trough as often as the other one. How come there was so much difference in weight? The other one was younger, the 116. All right, so when you came, did you know how good that 140-pound lamb might be? Well, let's break the suspense. She won the grand championship. She won the market class. Did you know how good that lamb was coming in? Not really. Tell me about going through the market classes. And how big was the sheep show this year as far as the lambs in here? We didn't have a fair last year. Sometimes that takes a toll on exhibitors. But uh, what did you see at the show? It was about the same size, maybe a little bigger. Well, that's good news. Well, tell me about taking that market lamb into the market class and what the judge had to say about them and how many were in there. How tough was the competition? There were quite a few in the market class, and he said that he liked the leg muscles and the length of the body. Well, I think I agree with him. That's an awful nice-looking lamb, and they're really fitted nice. And I understand you know how to fit lambs already. Yes, I do. So what's the secret to fitting a market lamb like this? You shear them, clip their hooves, and fluff their legs. And What do you mean, fluff their legs? Because uh, you, you don't clip them the, the legs as much as the body. What do you mean, fluff their legs? Yep, we leave the wool on the legs and then use a comb to fluff them out and make sure they're all nice and no haze in there. And... How old are you, Kaya? I'm 13. So how long have you been fitting your own lambs? Five years. Wow, so uh, somebody who said you're going to get in the project, you're going to do the whole thing, huh? Yep. Well, that's good. Any more showing for you? Do you go to the state fair or do you show at other places besides Dunn County? I plan to go to the Minnesota State Fair to show this year, yes. So how many are you going to take over there? You got a better one at home than the one you brought to the Dunn County Fair? I'm actually showing for uh, another person. Have you shown at the Minnesota State Fair before? I have not. You got to be excited about that. Yes, I am. So, how big is the flock at home? How many uh, how many sheep have you got? Do you uh, do you lamb out and everything? Yes, we have about 25 sheep at home. I would assume you've got uh, regular chores. You're responsible for this. Yep. What do you have to do? We feed them, give them water, and just make sure they're doing okay. And how'd you get this lamb ready for the uh, show ring? As far as training it, so you know you could take it into the show ring and it wasn't going to jump the fence on you. Yeah, we walked them every night and spent time and make sure they're just lovable and work with me. Now, have you got a playground, so to speak, at home to walk them up ramps and do those sorts of things to kind of muscle them up? Well, we walk them around the yard, and then they have some a few tools in the pen that they use to, like, work their muscles and everything. you got to be awfully happy. Is this the first time you've ever had the grand champion at the Dunn County Fair? No. How many times have you had the grand champion? Three times. Well, this is old hat for you. Yeah. I'll bet the other exhibitors, they see you coming in and they say, oh, it's her again. I don't know. Well, we'll find out, but congratulations. Thank you very much. All right, Kaya Barnhart from the Willing Workers 4-H Club, the grand champion market lamb here at the Dunn County Fair, 149-pound Suffolk Camp Cross, a beautiful-looking lamb. I'm Bob Bosold. And Bob said there's... Uh, uh, 140-pound crossbred shown by Reagan Singerhouse that was the reserve grand champion. Good-looking critters out there. This week at Macy's, save on everything you need for pool parties, barbecues, and more. And it's the perfect time to get a jump on back-to-school with looks you'll want to wear on repeat. 
Plus, the big home sale starts Wednesday at Macy's. Last March, we had to postpone our Panama Costa Rica farm tour, but it's back on October 30th to November 8th. We're going to Panama and Costa Rica on a farm tour, and we're going to cruise through the new Panama Canal, go to a dairy farm, coffee plantation. We're going to visit the native cultures, cruise a wildlife refuge, so much more. Call Holiday Vacations, 888-554-5208. Get yourself a brochure as we go to Costa Rica and Panama October 30th through November 8th with Holiday Vacations. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 16 minutes after 6 as we keep rolling up the barn alley with the morning chores here at Wax 104.5. Let's have a look at uh, some of the farm news. Well, crops around the state seem to be holding relatively steady in condition and we're making headway in development. The Crop Progress and Condition Report released yesterday by the USDA shared the details about how things are looking. Warm and dry conditions have been suitable for getting field work done, but in some areas there are questions about whether it's helping our crops to stay on track. Corn is reported at 69% silking, four days ahead of last year and six days ahead of the five-year average. 5% of the crop is within the dough stage and is two days behind last year, but three days ahead of the average. Condition of the corn crop dropped to one percentage point, dropped by one percentage point this week to sit at 75% good to excellent. Soybeans were at 78% blooming two days ahead of last year, but six days ahead of that average. 47% of the soybean crop is setting pods, also six days ahead of the average. Good to excellent ratings for soybeans remain unchanged from last week at 72% in those categories. In other crops, oats are 83% colored, 15% harvested. The oat harvest is three days ahead of last year and the average. Oat condition rose two percentage points to hit 74% good to excellent. The potato harvest is 5% complete with 96% of the crop rated good to excellent, 1% higher than last week. The winter wheat is 62% harvested, nine days ahead of the average. The final winter wheat condition reported this season ended at 77% good to excellent, two percentage points below last week. That second cutting of alfalfa is near completion at 92% finished. The third cutting is following right behind with 25% of that crop harvested. All hay condition is rated at 70% good to excellent, 1% down, while pasture is also 2% down at 60% good to excellent. And we're still lacking in precipitation on the year in some areas, and weather conditions through this week don't look to change that much. Most of Wisconsin is in need of some rain, as much of southern Wisconsin missed out on any rain last week. Temperatures around the state have remained anywhere from 2 to 4 degrees higher than normal. In the field, change is one thing you can always count on. And yesterday's solutions might not work tomorrow. At Bremer Bank, our customers farm nearly 2 million acres. We've earned their business by helping them thrive and grow year after year. And we're ready to do the same for you. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at bremer.com. 
the first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104. As we drive around, we look at the land, we look at the corn, we look at the beans, we look at the hay. But what about the land? Farming operations are a whole lot different than when I grew up and Bridget grew up. Bridget Finke is with us, our resident attorney. And, uh, Bridget, these farming operations, you know, it used to be Dad owned the farm. He owned the land, he owned the buildings, he owned the cattle. But that's changing over the years, isn't it, with more family members involved and just the way the structure of the agriculture is nowadays. Certainly. It's pretty common now that we might have, you know, one couple or entity owning a bunch of, bunch of the land, and maybe there's a different entity that's the main operating entity for the farm. You know, maybe it's one of those old 1980s C-Corps that we're still um, using, or maybe we more recently have formed an LLC. But it's, it's pretty common that the various pieces of the farm operation are actually all have different ownership. And as we look at those 1980s C-Corporations, with today's laws and everything else are still in effect, still viable and still the best way to do it or maybe go to an LLC or something else? Um, I would say if we're starting fresh for for someone right now, almost no one is, is going with those C-corporations. Um, most are using the LLC as the structure and then just determining how they want to be taxed within those. So um, yeah, plenty of folks that actually are, are chipping away at trying to work their way out of those old C-corporations, particularly if, and that was the right answer at the time, they own a whole lot of real estate um, within them. So um, during those downtimes, had plenty of folks working on, if we had some losses to use, working on actually getting that land out of the C-corporation. And you mentioned real estate, farming a lot of that real estate. A lot of times now we're farming a lot of land, but we don't own it. And we could be, I don't know, liable for not being able to get back on that land, or it could be a tenuous situation if uh, maybe the owner dies and his kids want to sell it, somebody else gets it. Can we protect ourselves at all? There are lots of ways to set up contracts between the actual farm operation, you know, whether that's an old C-Corp or a new LLC or it's, you know, dad and son just operating as partners, to contract with that landowner to, number one, make really clear what the terms of that lease are. And this may even be between mom and dad's old C-Corporation that maybe is now owned by a couple of kids and mom and dad who own that land because there may be other children who aren't in the um, in the entity that may have something to say as to uh, mom and dad's estate. So even within a family, I am highly encouraging of having on paper the agreement of how the lease works, you know, importantly, how much notice then to terminate that lease agreement. So... Um, you know, a lot of times we're, we're pre-buying already in the fall for the next year's crop, and so it would be a pretty difficult circumstance for the farm operation if now all of a sudden they, they didn't have those acres to farm. Um, and then even the next level beyond that, aside from just the leasing arrangements, does the farm have a, a flag planted to be able to have first shot to buy that land if that landowner 
um, is interested in selling or needs to sell because they're in the nursing home and they've run out of money. So all those things are things that we can include in our rental contracts to make clear. A lot of things are done still with conversations and handshakes, and I totally appreciate that. But when the guy shaking your hand isn't there anymore because he's had a traumatic brain injury or he's passed away, it's pretty tough to convince somebody who wasn't a party to those discussions what, quote, the deal was supposed to be. Bridget, if we have a a deal and we put it in place that uh, we got a, a right of first refusal to the land or we get the first offer, as you said, if uh, the land comes up for sale. But how strong is that contract if indeed the person you made it with passes away and then his kids come in and say, well, that wasn't with us, that was with uh, dad or dad and mom. How ironclad can we make these things so we are protecting ourselves? They can be drafted to be enforceable, but they need to be drafted right. And so that's where kind of the back of the napkin contracts that, you know, we think we have the bases covered may not be sufficient to do the job. And, in fact, even better usually in, in my view is that those, are, um, those kind of agreements are signed in front of a notary and at the very least uh, a notice of the, you know, the option to purchase or the right of first refusal or whatever the right is actually get recorded at the county so no buyer can come in and say well i didn't know anything about that contract how would i know um that's kind of an extra level to protect those rights and and look there this is kind of uh back and forth weighing the the pros and cons between the landowner and the farm operation um because you know sometimes those landowners are going to be real um reluctant to to have those sort of things done but it's important to know, you know, using your terms, how ironclad it really is and setting up to um, protect those rights down the line. How date sensitive are these things? In other words, we can't say that uh, I rent from you and it's just going to be year after year after year. Do we have to say a definite date and then update it when that date comes due? How important is that, if at all? The, um, I would say the most important thing is that we're clear how it works. There are different rules for fixed-term leases versus kind of renewing leases, and so it's just important to know those differences. And then um, when it comes to particularly the family circumstances, right, mom and dad on the land and the kids are running the, the farm operation and, and there's a relationship back and forth there, I'll often set those up in a way that there is a time frame for either side to raise their hand and say, hey, we've got to change something, but otherwise have that auto renewal year to year. Um, because I've, I've just come to realize that we've got the greatest of intentions, right, that we're going to sign a new lease every year. And then, oh, lo and behold, it's been three years since we've done that. Um, so I, I try to set folks up for success of maintaining the status quo, but with giving the opportunity to revisit. Obviously, as um, crop prices change, uh, you know, it's not uncommon that, 
there needs to be a renegotiation of the rental rate, and so that every gives everyone their opportunity to um, strike a new deal. And this sounds to me it's just as important to the person renting that land or leasing that land is to the person that owns the land that is renting it out to the farmer. It's important for both sides to have this, and it's not like, well, he'll come to me when he wants to re-rent my land. It's it's important for both sides to be proactive on this, isn't it? Exactly, and again, may have been working great for 20 years between um, who's been renting and who's been the landlord, but any health circumstance, any passing can uh, put a monkey wrench in things. And so having that piece of paper that lays out what the deal is really helps both sides to have clear expectations. And you mentioned it earlier and it caught my attention. Is it important to file this at the county or just put it in a safe deposit box in the bank so if you need it, you can pull it out? Um, two schools of thought on that. Um, if it's public, um, then if all the terms are public, put it that way, then any neighbor can go and take a look and see what the, the lease terms are. So often people are pretty um, uncomfortable with that. So more commonly um, what we would do is simply a generic statement of the terms, um, you know, what that lease term is. Hey, Bob Bothell Dairy has rental rights on this described land through 2025 or whatever the case may be. A lot of those contracts do stay private, and there's nothing wrong with that. I, where I get more encouraging of getting things on file at the county is when you have those purchase rights because before anybody completes a purchase, that title is going to get searched. And so then um, that those rights are going to get um, identified and made sure that everyone has complied with those terms. So get it done. It's important to both parties, not only the landowner, but uh, the leasee as well. Get the contract language on paper, get it signed, and everybody breathes easier. Bridget Finke with us once again, our resident attorney with Valley Crossing Law in the Baldwin area. And Bridget, your phone number for folks if they want to ask more questions. 715-688-4045 or check us out at Wisconsin farmlaw.com. It's that simple to get a hold of Bridget at Valley Crossing Law in Baldwin. Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. You are powerful. You are a warrior who bathes in your enemy's tears. Then you step out of that refreshing tear bath and into a bathrobe that somehow looks good on you. Yeah, you can pull off a robe. There. Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better when you save money for driving safely with Snapshot from Progressive. Mmm, savings you can use to buy more robes. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, or from all agents. Now that Farm Technology Days have wrapped up, Chippewa Valley Bean wants to thank everyone who stopped by to see them at Innovation Square. The show was a huge success, and the whole team at Chippewa Valley Bean had a wonderful time interacting with the agricultural community from all across our great state. They would like to give a special thanks to everyone at Silver Spring Foods and Hunsinger Farms for all the amazing work they did. If you miss Chippewa Valley Bean at Farm Tech Days, please visit the website at cvbean.com. That's cvbean.com. 
Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 28 minutes before 6 o'clock here at Wax 104.5 in the Midwest Farm Report. As we've turned the corner in the barn alley and are heading toward the milk house, let's have a look at some of the state and local news. An hours-long standoff in Chippewa Falls ended with two arrests yesterday, but the man police went to capture is still on the loose. Chippewa Falls police called their SWAT team and used gas to force people out of a home where they thought 35-year-old Kane Berg was hiding. He's wanted on charges including disarming a police officer and having an illegal gun. Officers say Berg was not home. Chippewa Falls police are continuing to search for him. Three people killed in last week's triple murder in La Crosse County were staying in a hotel in Alaska before their deaths, and investigators say they likely knew whoever killed them. La Crosse County Sheriff's Department yesterday released pictures of the victims. Several agencies are investigating the case, but nobody has said yet anything about a motive or how the three were killed. Investigators are asking anybody who knows anything about the case to please reach out to them. And most people who've tested positive for coronavirus in Wisconsin lately are young adults. The State Department of Health Services yesterday said about 20% of all coronavirus cases are among people between 20 and 29 years old. That's the same trend Wisconsin has seen for several months. The DHS has not said anything about the ages of the people who've most recently tested positive. Yesterday, the state reported 312 new cases, which brings the seven-day average to 351 new cases in Wisconsin. UW-Eau Claire officials say vaccinated students will have a pretty normal fall. Vice Chancellor Grace Cricket yesterday said students who have gotten their coronavirus shots can expect a pretty typical fall semester. She said unvaccinated students will continue to have some rules to live by. She said that means weekly testing and continuing to wear a mask while inside any campus buildings. Classes start in Eau Claire on September 2nd. And students at UW-Stout this fall will have more reasons to get that vaccine, scholarships, and prizes. UW System Schools announced its 70 for 70 student vaccination campaign at campuses excluding Madison, once 70% of the students are vaccinated, a portion of 70 scholarships will be awarded. The scholarships, $7,000 each, $7, each, will be given via campus drawings at those qualifying schools. UW-Stout is going a step further as it will award additional scholarships matching the number it receives from the UW system. Stout also is offering various other perks and discounts to uh, uh, to vaccinated students. Hey, it was rumbling out here before, and uh, to the south of us, there's nothing. Let's check with Kelly Slifka to see how much of that rumbling's hanging around. Yeah, we've had some heavy rains, especially to the north and east of uh, Eau Claire. In fact, some locations picking up two, three inches of rain in parts of northern Chippewa County up through uh, or to the east over there toward Clark County. Taylor County has seen some heavy rains as well. This basically riding along a front that is now pushed uh, through the Chippewa Valley. I did have a pretty good downpour. I guess that was about an hour ago or so here in Eau Claire. That's dissipated a little bit. Still have a chance of seeing some showers and thunderstorms even in Eau Claire. Here's the south and west have lesser chances, but hopefully we get some rain because after the chance tomorrow, it looks like it's going to be pretty dry. But we'll have that shower and thunderstorm chance this morning. Partly sunny, 
Maybe an isolated thunderstorm popping up this afternoon as we get up to 90. Partly cloudy, humid tonight, 68. Another chance for some showers and thunderstorms again tomorrow, 93. Then it does turn cooler and less humid by Thursday with sunshine and a high of 84. Right now in Eau Claire, currently 72 degrees. I'm Sky 113 meteorologist Kelly Slifka. Kelly, might some of those thunderstorms actually pop up down toward Osseo? Uh, I know a guy who would be interested in knowing that. You know that I saw one and I was watching, just waiting for it to hit Osseo, and it just kind of dissipated as it was going down to the south and east. So uh-huh. We can use some. So Yep. Yep. All right. We'll catch you tomorrow. Sounds good. That's Kelly Slifko over at Skywarn 13, and that Skywarn 13 weather is brought to you by Marcourt Motors. Marcourt Motors reminds you to think Buick. The Encore GX and Buick Envision have elite technology, safety essentials, and are one cool-looking ride. Check them out at MarcourtMotors.com. Through July, when you purchase select Lennox furnace and air conditioner packages from Hurlburt Heating and Plumbing, receive five years interest-free financing. Since 1959, Hurlburt has been serving the Menominee, Eau Claire, and Hudson areas. Talk to them today about no-cost consultations and ask about five-year no-interest financing on your new Lennox package. Call or go online for more details at HurlburtHP.com. That's HurlburtHP.com. Eau Claire Memorial Crematory. Find us at smithfuneralec.com. Now that Farm Technology Days have wrapped up, Chippewa Valley Bean wants to thank everyone who stopped by to see them at Innovation Square. The show was a huge success, and the whole team at Chippewa Valley Bean had a wonderful time interacting with the agricultural community from all across our great state. They would like to give a special thanks to everyone at Silver Spring Foods and Hunsinger Farms for all the amazing work they did. If you miss Chippewa Valley Bean at Farm Tech Days, please visit the website at cvbean.com. That's cvbean.com. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 22 minutes before 6 o'clock as we continue toward the milk house with the Midwest Farm Report. Hey, that Chippewa Valley bean spot reminded me that uh, uh, while we give thanks to everybody who worked at Farm Technology Days uh, 2021 over at Hunsinger Farms, things still aren't done. And I was reminded of that yesterday, last evening, at our Park Beats Music in the Park in Osseo when a guy from down in the Eliva and Strum area came walking up to me and said that he had a brand-new uh, yardstick, and he was quite proud of it. And I asked him why he's quite proud of it. He said, well, it's valuable because they aren't making them any longer. Well, that humor went over so, so only so much. So let's go to the markets and check with Scott Herman down at the Equity Sparta Barn. And then we'll be hearing from Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford Barn. Scott, tell us what happened yesterday in the Sparta market. Slaughter cow market was steady today with 20% of the cows 55 to 70 and a half, 60% of the cows sold 40 to 54, and 20% of the cows sold 39 and down. The organic cows were steady today with 40 cows here from 120 to 124. Slaughter bulls were steady with high yielding bulls 80 to 95, canner and utility bulls 79 and down. Fed cattle were steady with no test on the beef cattle today. Choice overnight beef steers and heifers, 120 to 125 with no test. Selected choice beef steers and heifers, 105 to 120 with no test. 
Your choice dairy cross steers and heifers, 110 to 122.50. Your choice overnight Holstein steers, 110 to 118.50. And a choice Holstein steers, 98 to 109. Standard select steers and heifers and heavyweight steers, 97 and down. Replacement calves were steady today with top Holstein bull calves, 80 to 130. Your Holstein heifer calves, 10 to 80. And the beef calves, $2 to 325. Thank you. This has been Scott Herman with your Sparta Equity Marker Report. Have a great day. Thank you, Scott. And we have Jerry Fitzgerald on over at the Stratford Equity Barn. Jerry's over there ducking and dodging the raindrops right now. The drought doesn't seem like a drought at all over the, by you right now, does it? Scott, good morning to you. Well, yeah, I don't have to worry about the raindrops because I'm, I haven't ventured out yet. So, and the roof doesn't leak, so we're in good shape. But, uh, no, so, seriously, we did... Uh, Oh, I have a pretty good storm around midnight over in this part of the world. Anyway, a lot of thunder and lightning, and I'm not sure how much rain we got, but uh, pretty good downpour, and then kind of, oh, I don't know, kind of been raining on and off since then, and right now we're kind of in a little low, but I look at the radar. There's a lot of stuff out there today, yet, so the uh, the weather people enjoy these kind of days, don't they? We're going to kind of look at the radar, all uh, greens and yellows and reds and whatever. <laughs> right. You know, there, there are certain guys I've known over the years who'd, be happy to jump out in that rain to get their uh, bi-weekly shower and stuff and uh, wash up a little bit, but it's not great to jump out there when it's uh, quite the lightning show that's going on. <laughs> I hope you're not speaking from experience with this. <laughs> well, not when there's lightning. I, I get yelled that way. I get, I get uh, roped back into the house when the lightning is uh, banging around, So, and that's only, oh, that's- it only makes sense. That's probably a good idea because we got to still be safe. And uh, I know there's been, uh, when I was listening to Kelly before, with some of these larger amounts, you know, if you're, if you're not really familiar with some of these back roads and side roads, you never know where these exactly. little picks could run over, too, when it comes down so fast. So be careful. Yep. Pay attention out there. So tell us about the market this morning. Well, I'd rather do that. Uh, Scott, thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. A summary from yesterday, Monday, here at Equity Stratford. We'll start out with the market cow auction yesterday, and that uh, seems to be in a fully steady trend to open up the week here with the higher-yielding fleshy cows yesterday, selling from 65 to 75. We did top at 76.5. Most of the cows in yesterday's sale, your average cows continue to sell from 48 to 64. And your thinner cows, the lighter carcass cows, below 48. On the bull trade yesterday, to open up the week, your better quality bulls selling from 80 to 91, lighter weight bulls 78 and below. The uh, Fed cattle market uh, steady, maybe just a slightly weaker on the Fed cattle with the choice grading Holstein steers mostly from 92 to 108, high yielding choice strictly prime Holsteins from 109 to 111, and your select grading cattle under finished cattle below 90. A very different story on the calf market on the Holstein bull calves. I'll clarify that. A very weak market yesterday on the bull calves. Buyers very, very selective. 92, 125-pound Holstein bull calves, mostly from 40 to 100 yesterday. A few bull calves over that. We did reach an extreme top at 160, but uh, not very many bull calves over 100. And, again, like I said, buyers are very selective, especially in this hot weather. Very limited demand on the heifer calves, 30 and below. Beef calves, however, continue to be in good demand uh, at 175 to 350, with a top at 360 on the good quality black calves on yesterday's sale. All right, here on today, Tuesday, Stratford, we got 
underway this morning at uh, 10 a.m. Yes, we will have a hay sale today. And also, uh, part of the hay sale today, I know a lot of folks are always looking for small squares. So we have a very nice consignment of small squares of second crop alfalfa grass. So if you're looking for something for uh, small squares for whatever you're needed for, we'll have them today as part of the regular hay auction. 11 o'clock with some market cattle. Uh, and that also does include organic market cows today at the 11 o'clock hour. And tomorrow Wednesday will be our feeder cattle sale here in Stratford. That will be a noontime start. And as for usual, folks, we do have a lot of information on our website. Uh, also, a listing, we do have a fairly extensive list of cattle for sale on a private treaty basis, not only uh, dairy cattle, but also uh, feeder cattle. So take a look at that, Equity Crop, click on the Stratford page. And, of course, our phone number is 715-687-4101. Scott, we'll send it back to you, and uh, you'll be in the stall tomorrow morning, or is Bob going to be uh, back? I think Bob might uh, get out of bed tomorrow morning and uh, get back in here. So oh, I'm sure he's probably got something going on all the time. You know, it's been, yeah. well, well, you, well and fairs are, well, fairs this week, I guess, probably start tomorrow. I know uh, yeah. the big fair over here in Wass, I believe, starts next week. Right, so. right. There's always plenty of stuff to do, isn't there? Absolutely. Hey, we'll catch you tomorrow, Jerry. Scott, enjoy the day. All right, you too. That's Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Equity Barn. All across the nation, we are here for our communities. We're doing our part to get supplies where it's needed in order to fight COVID-19 together. It feels good to be out there to assist our community. I would like our friends and family to know that your National Guardsmen are always ready and always there. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's a quarter, well, 14 minutes before 6 o'clock here at Wax 104.5 in the Midwest Farm Report. And we have Michelle on from Terrine Livestock over at Thorpe. Michelle, how much is it raining? It's raining. Thunder, lightning, we have the whole nine yards. So it's definitely raining. So let's get to the corn, right? I hope so. Uh, but uh, you did have a, a tickle of hail over that way, you said? Yesterday? Yesterday morning, we did. Yeah, yep, it started out kind of pea-sized, and then it went to a dime, but it didn't last long, so hopefully it didn't do a lot of damage. Yeah, and I know you're disappointed that Bob isn't in this morning to give you a bad time, so, you know, we can uh, just ask you to do the market, I guess. Yeah, he was <laughs> slept in today, huh? Is that what he yep, did? Yep, he got to sleep in, <laughs> so to speak. All right, what's going on over there, Michelle? All right, thank you, Scott. Summing up the sale from Monday, July 26th, Saturday Livestock Market in the Slaughter Market. We tapped at 74.5 with the consignment by B&D Farms of Greenwood. 82% of the cows sold from 49 and above. Market cows were 64 to 74. Low yielding cows, 49 to 63. Thin and weak cows, 48 and lower. In the Holstein Steel Market, choice in prime, 94 to 116. Selects were 90 and down. Four beef type steers and heifers choice, 105 to 120. Selects were 99 and lower. In the bull market, high yielding beef types came in at 82 to 94 with a utility 
facilities at 80 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holstein bull calves up from $55 to $130 per head. We tapped at $132 with the consignment by Bob Kotal of Thorpe. Lighter and lower quality calves, $30 per head and down. Holstein heifer calves were 10 to $35 per head. Beef calves, 80 to $300 per head with a top of $340. In the hog market, butcher hogs were $79 to $85 and a half. Sows, $84 to $86. Boars were $40 and a half and below. Our next sale will be tomorrow, Wednesday the 28th. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. For tomorrow's sale, we have a consignment of 40 hogs. If you have any questions or you need trucking, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And don't forget to check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all the citrine livestock, your family owned an upright market. Have a great day. Now I might have to stop over tomorrow because I, I've been trying to convince my wife to let me get hogs again, but she might not let uh, me. So. Yeah, you yeah. You don't want them. She, who would take <laughs> care of those? Would you be taking care of those? Or well, would I she take be care taking of them, care of them? Uh, you know, but... Oh. Yeah, the doctor, and she said something about it's not good for my knees. I don't know. Something like that. I don't deal <laughs> Something like that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Just looking out for you, Scott. <laughs> yeah, I know. And by the way, it occurred to me that maybe Bob, uh, you know, sleeping in, maybe he's on his way over toward Thorpe with donuts for you guys. You know, wouldn't that be something? Oh, that would really be something. Yeah, well, it would. You may have to give him a phone call for that. Yeah, we'd, we'd, uh, we'd really be surprised. Uh, It'd get really right. cold. I think today we're dreamy. Things would start to freeze over, I think. <laughs> yeah, something like that, yeah. right? <laughs> All right. We'll catch you Thursday, Michelle. Sounds good. Take care. That's Michelle over at Terrine Livestock at Thorpe. The Equity Altoona Livestock Market, part of the Equity Co-op Livestock Sales Association, is now part of Cattle USA's live cattle auction service, where you can live stream the auctions directly to you from the livestock sale. Simply go to CattleUSA.com, click on Login, and create an account. That includes following the twice-monthly feeder cattle sales at Altoona that always start at noon. Sign up and sign in for those sale dates all the way to the end of the year. And also, don't forget, the Stratford Equity Market has dairy sales the first and third two. Tuesdays of every month. Don't overpay for glasses. Get two pairs and a free exam for just $69.95. That's not just a better deal, it's America's best. Book your exam online today. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Along western Wisconsin, that's Section 3 of the Wisconsin FFA, and the Section 3 officer for this year is Amara Livingston from the Cochran Fountain City FFA. And Amara, you got quite a legacy down there at Cochrane Fountain City as far as not only state officers, but state presidents. Yeah, that is true. We have quite a few officers, state officers, who have served as parliamentarian and Nick Polkowski and Chris Richer, and they moved on to serve as presidents for the Wisconsin FFA. Before you decided you wanted to run and after you made the decision, did you talk to any of those people? Because you had young men, you had young ladies that have been state officers, state presidents. Did they offer you any advice? Yes, of course. My advisor is super supportive, uh, Chris Jumbeck, and then also um, I've stayed in touch with Mr. Richer. He coaches our parliamentary procedure team, and he has been just so supportive for me in explaining this process and helping me realize what my mission really is. Moving forward, though, Ms. Jumbeck will be there, but she has retired from uh, being an active teacher at Cochrane Fountain City, so you're going to be breaking in a new advisor. You ready for that? Absolutely. Ms. Rascala and I are super excited. I have my full faith in her to help run SLWs and all those activities and just to talk to her about the year ahead and 
any frustrations or what excites me, I know I have her to lean on. What kind of things did you get involved in yourself? I know I've talked to you over the years in our FFA program, but uh, remind us of all the things that you got involved in down at Cochrane Fountain City. So I served as a chapter officer for four years. So I started as a freshman as a reporter and then vice president for two years and then senior year as the president of my chapter. But um, I competed in parliamentary procedure the LDE competition and I did creed speaking and prepared speaking and then CDEs my big one was floriculture which relates to my SAE in diversified horticulture where I work at uh, mainly Hy-Vee Floral and do wedding work and all kinds of floral design. Still doing that? Yes, yeah I hope to be able to fit uh, there's three weddings this summer yet. I hope to be able to fit those in with state office so I can follow through on that for that Hy-Vee team and then um, after that I'll be leaving. So what, uh, what are you doing now as you're uh, continuing with your education or continuing with your life? Are you going to school? What are you doing? Yeah, so I will be attending the University of Minnesota Twin Cities. I'll be taking um, online classes to start my major in agriculture education and then work towards a Spanish studies minor as well. What kind of support do you get uh, from a university like Minnesota? We know River Falls and schools like that are very supportive of uh, students getting involved, like as a state officer. What about over at the Twin Cities, Minnesota? So River Falls, of course, is like the number one state officer school, um, but I chose to go to Minnesota just so I could have something a little bit different, but they are super supportive. They understand my schedule, and they are super okay with having that flexibility that I need to be successful this year. Oh, that's great. When did you first want to start thinking about being a state officer, Amara, because uh, again, quite a tradition down there at Cochrane Fountain City, and Miss Jumbeck can be pretty persuasive. I had pretty much decided my eighth or ninth grade year. I think once I started on chapter office, then yeah, I got to talk to the state officers that much more, and I just looked at how impactful they were and um, how fun facilitating looked, leading those workshops, and I decided that's what I want to do. How exciting was it at convention for you when you were? called up on the stage. It was thrilling. I was the first one to be called up there and I just remember like the fog machine and the lasers and the music. It's so very intense but it's super super exciting. And uh, the message that you would like to share with your section 3 FFA members this year. There's a lot of messages I'd like to get across but my number one is to um, focus on your on yourself and take advantage of the opportunities that have FFA has to offer. FFA you get back what you put in and I just want to help more members realize that. And again I'll ask you like I have our other officers are you eligible and have you thought about uh, next year maybe trying to be the state president following the footsteps of so many at CFC? State president is so far off my radar because um, <laughs> our job right now is to worry about the members in our section but I can promise you one thing that next year's president will be a female person because we have an all-female team and um, so we can break that three-year male president streak. <laughs> <laughs> Do I detect a little competition there and I also detect a little bit of a politician not giving me an answer but giving me an answer. Amara Livingston, the Section 3 Wisconsin State FFA officer from the Cochran Fountain City Chapter. I'm Bob Bosold. Convenience. It speaks more to our lives now than ever before. Your area Synergy Cooperative convenience stores operate to serve you with gas, goods, and a whole lot more. Whatever you need, whenever you need it. Now that's convenient. Plus, with a Synergy Rewards card, you'll save every day on gas and goods and get a free cup of coffee on Wednesdays, too. Customer-owned, community-minded. That's your local Synergy Co-op. Customer-owned, community-minded. Together, 
is always better. Countryside and Landmark are now a single cooperative. Our engaged employees are passionate about doing amazing things together for our members, for our customers, and for each other. Because together is what the cooperative spirit has always been about. And together is how we'll make the future even brighter than today. We are all Civia, and we are all together now. Learn more at ALCIVIA.com. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Four minutes before 6 o'clock here at Wax 104.5 in the Midwest Farm Report. As we reach for that milk house store to wrap the morning chores up, let's hit some of the grain and uh, and dairy market news here. Country elevator prices, wheat and grain service at Chippewa Falls and Connersville have corn at five ninety eight and beans at thirteen eighty four. At Golden Plump at Arcadia, corn corn is at five eighty nine. At the Alcivia plants in Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, and Fall Creek, corn is five ninety nine and thirteen eighty one for soybeans. Osseo's Alcivia plant has corn at six oh one. And beans at thirteen eighty one. Stevens Point has beans at thirteen ninety seven. Elk Mound has corn at six oh two and soybeans at thirteen thirty. Sparta corn is six nineteen and beans thirteen ninety two. Ellsworth has corn at five ninety four and beans at thirteen eighty one. Ethanol plants Boysville, the corn price is six twenty nine. Stanley six fourteen and New Richmond. 609 on the dairy side barrels of cheese ended the day yesterday at 141 and three quarters up one and a half 40 pound blocks at 162 and three quarters up four and a quarter in grade double a butter at 165 and a half down four on the class three milk futures july is at 1653 down six august 1657 up 10 september 7 1678 down 13 in October, 1742, down 25, and those prices are down through May. That wraps it up with the morning chores here at Wax 104.5 in the Midwest Farm Report. Be careful doing whatever chores you're doing out there today, please. I'm excited, and you will be too, because we are going to Panama and Costa Rica October 30th to November 8th. We had this plan last year, remember, but because of the COVID pandemic, we had to postpone, never cancel. One of the things we will do, of course, is get on a ship in the Pacific Ocean, get off in the Atlantic Ocean, because we're going to cruise through the Panama Canal. We'll also visit a coffee plantation, dairy farm. We'll go to the Arenal Volcano National Park. We'll see all kinds of wildlife in that part of the world in the Mont. Verde Cloud Forest Preserve. We'll visit and mingle with native cultures. We'll cruise a wildlife refuge, and we'll have lots of fun in the beautiful warm weather in Panama and Costa Rica at the end of October, the 1st of November. Call Holiday Vacations for a free brochure, 888-554-5208. Again, that's 888-554-5208. Plan to join us in Panama and Costa Rica October 30th through November 8th. Bertrang Roofing, locally owned since 1976. Fairchild, Wisconsin. Free estimates. Wax 104.5.